Welcome to The Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Luke, and my friend, Mrs. Berry. How are you, Dars? Uh, oh, I'm good. I am. I'm good. I must say I've hit the wall a little bit today. I had a good night's sleep and so now, of course, I'm wrecked, like I'm <laughs> shattered. I had another little quick 20-minute kip this morning before I had to take Oscar to uh, gym and then I had a little kip of an hour and 20 minutes before I had to come over here. Yeah. And then I, when I woke up, I went, actually, I should have left at 2, not at 2.30. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I, um, I, I put my head down yesterday. Just a little. <gasps> just for a quick a cat nap. Two hours. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> I woke up it? and I didn't know what day it was. Oh. I didn't know whether it was dinner time or, or lunch time. <laughs> those, those times when you wake up and you're like. <gasps> Did I just sleep through it? the night? Was it like, yeah, it was quite discombobulating. I had the best dream last night that I was friends with the Dixie Chicks and we were all hanging out together and we were bitching about the rest of their fans and about, you know, and the I was... Turncoats. And I was, yeah, yes. The and, uh, They're and called yes, the chicks now. I was, they are indeed. And I, yes, I was, I was talking about, you know, when they have fans come up to them and say that they would be better if they sung it like that or if they, you know... It was the best dream. And then I woke up and I wasn't friends with the chicks. And I was a bit sad. Oh, darling. I reckon they'd be awesome to hang out with. Anyway. Do you want to hear about my week? Yeah. Fibroid, fatigue and food. Yes. All right. So when we last left you, I had been gently crotch cammed. Yes. Sorry, I'm eating an olive. They're really good olives. Very, very good olive. Um, And so. You even put a bowl there to put the seeds in. I'm not an animal. Oh, is it not finished? Oh, not right. finished. Oh, okay. I'm giving my attention to the listeners. <laughs> so uh, the, we had a telehealth going through all of that and, yes, it would through appear. the results? Yeah, which, like, you know, I was, like, had to have half a Valium before the phone, like, when the phone rang, I hit the roof. Everything's all right, except that I've got, like, a golf ball-sized fibroid in my uterus that needs to come out. What What is a fibroid? I've had lots of friends who've had fibroids and I have never had one. It's not like a tumour. Yes, it's okay. So it's like a non-cancerous tumor, tumor and it just sits and they keep there. growing, don't they? They can, can grow get very big, and yes. you can get lots of them. I had um, a friend. I made a friend in hospital when I was pregnant with Oscar, and we were both in hospital on bed rest, and she had a fibroid on God, one to of be her on bed rest. I, oh. I know, and I was on bed rest over like it was over summer. You know, it was like in just it was oh. just the bed. I mean, it was still in the old hospital, like the old Royal North Shore maternity, but it was still inside and. Not outside. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and she had uh, fibroid on one of her ovaries that mm. was growing mm. with the baby. So as the baby grew, the fibroid grew. And you can't do too much about that with the baby on no. board? No. So fibroid, yeah. Uh, so now I have got to dance the merry path of trying to get to see a gynecologist, which apparently is quite a big, long waiting list. Ah, uh, you can't get in to see... Oh, I, I, I throw money at the problem. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. And what, are they, what do they do? They're just going to, I don't know, burn it off or Get something? it out. Do you have to, is it surgery um, they, or is yeah, it? Yeah, and then they're going to like, uh, like get do all of that lining out so I can stop having my horrendous period every three weeks. Yeah. Oh, I reckon you've had it more than that. You seem to get three periods to my one. It's and then yours is like and yours is like a scene out of Carrie. Yeah, so. and I I really must stop talking about it as much. No, I think just like I talk about hemorrhoids, <laughs> you should be talking about flooding periods. Okay, let fatigue. 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 This is also the hangover from the 
that glandular fever. Yes. So because I'm, you're feeling so much better, so you're doing more. And I'm you doing still more, and then should not be doing yeah, more. Yeah, I am feeling so much better, so I'm like, yes, this, 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 and then I go, nope. My body goes, no, 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 can't open your eyes. And food. Are we on the tooth? Oh, we are on the tooth. <laughs> We have been put in a very good paddock this week, Kim. <laughs> Kim, tell the listeners what happened when you walked in the door today. So I arrived and really thought I would be received with showering love and affection, which I was, but not to the scale because I did arrive with the fennel and oh. onion focaccia that my local bakery makes that I brought just like they sell there in a big long, you know, um, slab and so you can get a half or a whole and I just got a half last time and brought that over for the woogsies and then ever since then every time I turn up they're like did you bring the focaccia did you bring the focaccia and then when I met okay it's onion and fennel people yes. it is and the bread is fluffy and light yes then it gets you burst with little bits of fluff it's, yeah and then the when we were over the other week and and the senior woogs were here they were both like oh did you bring any of that focaccia so I was like right <laughs> But I walked in to a house that had just found a new... No, no, no. No, not new. No, no, it's not new, but it was new to you. The Lebanese restaurant? The oh, Lebanese last place. night. Yeah. Yes, no, it's called Tarbouche and it's on the corner for the locals in Crow's Nest. It's on the corner of Alexander and Burlington Street and it was sensational. Well, yeah, so there, was, there were bits from there that were just... Oh, my God. And I literally walked through the door and Kate was pretty much shoving something down my throat. It was delicious. That, that was a kibby from oh, uh, Sonia's International oh. Hot Nut Bar on Willoughby Road in Willoughby. So, because we oh. popped in there today. So, I need to go to Sonia's Hot Nuts because then you had some of her hummus kibbe, and some hummus of her and baba ganoush and, ganoush and these the kibbe and these olives that are just... I mean, they're straight off the boat from Greece, aren't no, they? No, no, she, she sells six tubs of them a week. So, uh, yeah. That's she goes, don't buy them at the at the uh, grocery shop because they just buy the cheapest ones. Of course they do. They're about the size of like, I don't know. They're as gonads. big as your sort of <laughs> on a small child. On a small child. Yeah. On a they're like and a they're toddler's gonad. What if that just is a phrase that should never have come out of my mouth? No, that's not good, Kim. No, that's not, not good. So that was my week. Yeah, I had a huge professional win at work. Like just, you know, when you just you nail something and, and people notice and it's just, it, mm. yeah, it's been really, I've had a really, uh, I've had a kick and wait. It's unreal because at this time of year, everyone's just going, nah. Yeah. Like I went out to do it last night with a friend of mine who's a school teacher who finished. Oh, she wanted, how is she? <laughs> Was she just dragging her knuckles along the ground? I pity, like, no, I don't pity. Uh, my, my respect for teachers never gets higher than at this time of year. Hmm. She she works at a private school, and she got good like Christmas presents. Of course. Well, look, so, seriously, if you're going to deal with pretentious little private school twats all year, <laughs> you better get you better be getting a fucking good present at the end of it. That that's why I'd do it. Is because you'd get good. I'd also make sure they all knew when my birthday was. <laughs> I'd be bleeding that baby for as long as I could. Anyway, and also, did uh, she say some of the things she got? Yes. How many scented candles did she get? None. <gasps> None. Okay. It jog, jog it in private school parents yeah, who did no, well. No, no, no. Did well. Did very well. And, of course, Ubercate was at dinner and she is working eight days a week at the moment. I can I can imagine that for her, and this is, you know, such a – that there are not enough hours in the day. Oh. Not enough hours in the day. Yeah, and she doesn't even seem that cranky about it. Oh, my God. 
She's a pretty positive person. She's though. very positive. I do put up with her because <laughs> she's lovely. <laughs> and she is one of my most gorgeous and generous friends. But um, yeah, she had a few gin and tonics and that seemed to loosen her up a bit. She, just, <laughs> she seemed to uh, let the hair down. Yeah, so it was good. Um, uh, so we've covered off our week. What's on your list? Uh, you sent me something yesterday. <laughs> you sent me a link to something. Say it, I don't care. My alma mater. <laughs> Which means her old school. Uh, I, was a, I am a ex-student of uh, Pimble Ladies College. And I did love my time there and I made beautiful friends there. Uh, one of which I'm still in very regular contact with. <laughs> no, I really did. I, I had a great time there and I think it was back in the day we had a principal for the majority of our time there who really drove home the notion of this is privilege and you should know that how luck, how privileged you are to be here. That's so good. And do not abuse that and you use that for good, You, you right? That was her mindset. I don't think that mindset exists within private schools anymore. No. Um. Anyway, I was not aware that my uh, alma mater actually had an Instagram account. Uh, so, Wooks made me aware of that yesterday. I made you aware of it a few weeks ago when I stumbled upon one of their, like, formal – no, their assemblies, like, introducing oh. who's, who was the ducks of the school and all that stuff. And I watched it and I cried and I'm thinking, I don't even go to school. I don't know anyone that goes. But it was so moving. Well, I remember when that was happening and I was like, where was she watching that? Yeah, on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. I've got to get off that fucking phone. Anyway, so she um, – yeah, she sent me – she sent me a link – and basically, the school has created a gift guide. People, a gift guide. And the, it's not just any gift guide. It's the Christmas gift guide. Gifts to build your daughter's mind, body and spirit. And then there's a picture of this awesome chick, like an awesome girl... And she's got – she's holding like – she's in like some sort of denim dungaree cross pantsuit thing. Quite, that's weird. But she's – and under her arm is like a space helmet, right? So I actually love the image of the girl. I think she looks awesome. It's just the rest of it that makes me want to punch on. Finding the right present for our children can be difficult, especially when it comes to inspiring, teaching and entertaining them. So many gifts involve screens and while we love developing our students' digital intelligence, we also know how important it is to switch off. That's why we've handpicked a few recommendations to help build our girls' whole self. View our Christmas guide, gift guide to help build your child's mind, body and spirit. And the thing about it is all they want is a six-pack of guava cruises and a vape. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they want. <laughs> Maybe a voucher for Sephora. Oh, God. That's so true. That's all they want. Look, I've got to say something. <sighs> this particular school has had a really rough trot. Yeah, they had with a, a had lot a really, of suicides. They've had a really tough year. But – uh, this, to me, like, okay, let's pretend it doesn't need to be PLC. Let's no. just put in the name of any high school, any private high school that is doing this, yeah. right? It just, it, 
it is so disconnected from like, reality. I know. It's absolutely ridiculously mortifying. If you don't know your child or your teenager I, and you went shopping from this list and you turned up with these things, that, that would fucking put them in their vape and smoke them. <laughs> the thing that gets me about this, right, is then you actually click through to the list because don't you worry, dear listeners, I clicked through to the list. Um, handpicked. So many gifts involve screens, digital challenges, face-to-face interaction, hands-on, unstructured play and the use of fine motor skills are still key when it comes to her holistic development. Uh, anyway, the presents, can I just say, the presents, that they, the gifts that they recommend, they're fucked. <laughs> like, I'm just like, there's no... I don't know a girl. Actually, no, that's not true. But emotional intelligence, here's their suggestions. And then what they do is they give suggestions and underneath they've got a scale for whether it helps their spirit, body or mind. Okay, you can follow this. It's called LC. That's their Instagram handle. Uh, You can do a circus workshop. That's very good for the body. But also, you know, probably 50% for the mind and for the spirit, it's like 75% because, you know, nothing like a circus work flying through the air to really fucking find your spirit. <laughs> Feelings in a flash, just dance. That's a digital thing, so that's interesting. Anyway, look, I'm not going... It just... I just... You know when they, they talk about um, when you just... You can't... You don't read the room? Yeah. Like you don't... Yeah. And I just think about this year and what it has what it has been for so many people and this, it just, oh, I can't even, I really actually can't articulate what it is. that It, it hasn't actually gone down that well by, by looking at the results. Um, what? No, someone said that they just, they're so, they're so happy that Someone said inspirational, is. makes me want to be a pimble girl and I'm so glad my daughter is one. So some people might get something out of it, I suppose. I'm just like, oh, God. Do you know what's on my list? Oh, and the other thing that's on my list, a cyclist during peak hour. Listen, I know that's very contentious. Oh, I know, really? You, know. you want to go there? Yeah, I'm going there. I wrote, I wrote an article about it for the Hooper once and didn't I get hate? Fucking hell. <sighs> the, just that. The road's just not there to share. Not in peak hour, in Sydney. It's just not. You're one person on a bike and you can hold up a line of traffic that is taking hundreds if you're in – like because you're this in a bus Kim's lane. This is Kim's opinion, not, not Mrs. Woods. This <laughs> is Kim's opinion. I, and do you know what I just want to do? I want to wind down the win- window at all those mammals because that's what they are. They're middle-aged men in Lycra. No, you never see a chick on it. And if you do see a chick, she's fucking going like the wind, not these lardy 50-year-olds who are just trying to recapture <laughs> their youth. Whose cardiologists have said. And it's just <laughs> like <laughs> – yeah, just I feel like winding down the window and yelling at them what Rob mutters under his breath, which is, you're still going to die. <laughs> Fucking get oh, off the road. God, if you, you want to cycle into work and you don't live somewhere where there are really designated bike lanes, like if you're coming from the eastern suburbs, you can pretty much yeah, get to right. the north side and be in a bike lane. But if you're coming from the northern beaches 
There's not enough Who lanes for the cycle? cars, let alone the like. Anyway, and so I'm really sorry. Look, I'm not. I am sorry because I know it's ill-educated, and I know it's short-sighted, and I know we should all be endorsing people getting out of cars and off, you know, and do it. Just leave home at five. Yeah. Right. If you're going to do it, just don't be doing it at like seven o'clock in the fucking morning. You get in a bus. You're in a bus. It's got like 120 people on it. And you get held up by one middle-aged man trying to reclaim his youth. And it's just like, get off the road. I can start. I'm starting to see your point. It just, it just. Except for the the good people of the cycle world out there, I'd still love you. Mm. Kim doesn't. No, I don't. Um, So, yeah. On my list. Yes. Is on the list. Can we just press pause for one moment, please? Oh, sure. Okay, sorry. There, were, there will be breaks today. Just, yeah, we will just be. on the list is something I wrote about this week. Uh-huh. On my on the list is getting on the list. <sighs> Have you noticed recently you've had more and more uh, spammy sort of un- oh. warranted unsubscribed signups? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I went out. F- oh, maybe two months ago, Wendy and I went out to lunch. Yes. And I recall that lunch. Yes, it was very nice. But Wendy refused to scan the code, the Q- QT code thing because, oh. you know, and she's six, six, sort of mid-60s and very clever and stuck in her ways and she was challenging the mater d' and the mater d' said, if you don't sign in, you can't come in. And I'm like, just fucking sign in because I really wanted to, ha- to have these prawns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so eventually she did sign in. Um and then I didn't look at my inbox for ages because I had like that glandular fever where I thought I was going to top myself. Did you have glandular out, fever? Not glandular fever. Yes. Yeah, glandular fever. Yeah. Well, glandular fever. No. Yeah. 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 That's what I had. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I thought I was like had depression. Turns out I had glandular fever with a little depression chaser. Yeah. So I didn't really look at my inbox, and then I opened it, and holy dooly, I think. These companies are selling our details to marketing direct marketing companies. They um they only can do that if you are forgetting to tick the box that says I do not want um I do not want marketing materials or promotions. Well, obviously, it hadn't been ticking any of those boxes. No. So, yeah, they're not legally actually not allowed to um you know to do. To do to do that, so you have to tick the box saying no. I don't want to send. I don't want you to send me anything from any of these people. But now, like, so, so I go through and I un- unsubscribe. And uns- Deck Juba, who I signed up to, they were going mental. They were sending me one or two a day, and I was like, too much. What? On my list, too much. Oh, too much. Yeah. No, I just um, it is. Quite ludicrous. And don't you think one of the things I thought this year about that that was hilarious was just how they all suddenly were emailing you with their um, their COVID policies and we're just all like... I don't fucking care. None of us are leaving the house. Like, what the fuck? Like, piss off. Mm. Like, hey, isn't it exciting? Now you can stand up and have a drink in a bar. I know. And you can dance at a wedding as long as there's only like 17 people there or something. No, no. There's no limits on weddings and there's no limits on funerals. And you're allowed to dan- dance oh, for... Okay. Le- so I was really worried. Open. I was really concerned if I did die during COVID, because that people wouldn't be able to dance on your grave. 
Yeah, but, but my whole idea of the, <laughs> p- the party with the firework going up wasn't going to come to fruition. The party with the fireworks. And we, you know, Kim and I sadly lost a friend during COVID to yeah. cancer and we had to, to watch the funeral. That was just um, a very surreal experience. I watched the funeral on, you know, online because they could only have a certain amount of people there and it was just so heartbreaking. Mm. Look. I know. Our age, young children, yeah. just really sad. Um, interesting work fact for you this yes, week. Yes, please. Singapore has been the first com- country in the world to approve uh, cell-cultured meat. Now, what is cell-cultured meat? Uh, cell-cultured meat is also known as cultivated meat. It's also known as cultured meat and it's also known as clean meat. And what it does is it uses cultured animal cells to create a meat food product, a realistic meat Yuck. food product. So you're eating chicken, but a chicken hasn't had to be killed for it. So it's made from the cells of a chicken. Gross. Uh, not really. <laughs> it's really, it's, a, it's basically, that's, it's going to become part of our food landscape. Well, not before my time, I hope. <clears throat> Hang on, just explain it to me again. So they grow chicken cells... Yep. In a Petri dish and then turn it into a nugget. Uh, well, this, this company called Eat Just, yes, that's, what that's the first product that's actually going to be Nuggets. sold in Singapore. Nuggets. Is a nugget. Oh, they cost like 50 bucks. Franken food gets even freakier. 50 bucks. For a nugget. <clears throat> For a nugget. That um, seems sustainable. So the thing that, the thing that you should – Are we kowtowing to these vegans again? This is all actually about developing and finding a food production system that we can maintain for the world population. So this company started off with an egg product, like an egg-like product, that, um, and, and it, has, it takes 84% less of the arable land that you would normally need for egg production. It uses 94% less potable water it uses and it uses I think 90 uh, it's another 94 percent less CO2 producing science podcast (coughs) yep we are (laughs) and um so this is the first one and uh there's an Australian company who is doing who's also doing cell cultured meat or cultivated meat and he was saying Tim Noak Smith his company's called Val um and he was saying that this approval process, so Singapore government's the first one to say that it meets the food safety standards and it's safe for human consumption. And that's just basically regarded as a game changer. Because, of course, one of the challenges when these new, these new food, like these new manufacturing or new processing things come into play is they're really expensive because, um, you, you know, you haven't scaled it up yet. You're trying to – and you need someone to be first and then you can start to get I'm invested. so bored now. No, it's so interesting. It's not. Anyway. It's really not. It was interesting up until the chicken nugget part. Uh, so the thing is, is that how they make it is no, no one wants you to talk about it anymore. Yeah, they do. No, they. So it's can made I of see about a show of hands, <laughs> please. Any percent? Just fast forward. I'll give her one more minute. Go. Uh, um. No, I'm going to need longer. Well, they can save anyway, that for your own Instagram rant. It's there the you go. Com- it's the company, but Sing- the reason Singapore's oh. doing it is it imports ninety percent 
of its food. Yeah. And so in last year it set up the 30 by 30 goal and it's aiming to make it the country 30% self-sufficient by 2030 um, through new food production technology. So it's through cultured meat, vertical farming and aquaculture. So it's really, really interesting and there's a hu- there is, of course, huge public opinion and public attitude um, issues around it. Um, I've but got when an, you start I've got to, an opinion. When you actually start to look at the fact that you can be eating beef or chicken and you haven't actually had to have killed a cow or killed a chicken to eat it, that's pretty... I know what you're saying. And that it's... But you've just that, said enough of it now. And that it's not... I think it's time. You know, taking up the land and the water. Final the, statements, please. Okay. I'm done. I want to talk to you about a new and fun group I've joined on Facebook. Oh, Multi Shih Tzu Owners Australia. Oh, you have not. Stop it. Um, which brings me to a point. I'm obsessed with it because Multi Shih Tzus are the cutest things ever. Kim sent me um, a rescue dog. Oh, yeah. A picture of a rescue dog called Miso. Miso. Which brings me to the fact that the pounds right now are overflowing with seven and eight month old puppies. Right? Mm. Because at the beginning of March... Everyone wanted a puppy, yeah. didn't they? Yep. And now they're all getting rehomed and it makes me so cross. Kim, thoughts? I don't care. <laughs> you made me care about the meat. I know. You didn't care about the meat, though. I did for a little bit. Yeah, I cared about me so last week. We, we, you ranted at me about this during the week. I'm, yeah, it's really shitty. It's really shitty. People are shitty. And because I'm lazy, I was thinking, oh, I could do a big story on this. But then I'm not, you know. No, you can just shoot your mouth off about now for a couple of minutes and But two two of our friends who I'll just drop some names here, Jessica Rowe and Melissa Hoyer, both got ISO puppies. Oh, yeah. So I I went to Melissa, who's chief of head writer for that. Sorry, Melissa. Rubbishnews.com.au. Yeah. And um, so I said, you should write about this. So I think she's going to write about this. Oh, is she? Don't turn your nose up at that. It's the, it's the Villa Maria. I've never been a fan. What do you think of Jackie's new sweater vest? I'm very happy with the sweater vest. I'm really happy with the pant as well. Are they mine? Are they mine? It's, uh, this is, I'm We're very just having happy a look with this at whole outfit. My son, um, he's, Jack. He's got, he's got a wide leg Can I just denim. put it off on Instagram? He's got a wide leg denim jean on that's almost... Um, like quite fitted around the waist and the butt and then it flares. They're not flares but they're a wide leg. They are they're slightly flared. And then he's got a sweater vest which is an argyle sweater vest and he's just rocking it. Turn around. Just rocking it. Ugh. Cute. Cute. Okay, um, go. Right. No, everybody's had a sip of that, mate. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> have a sip of that. <laughs> Diet Coke on There's my... like a communal d- DC in the... No, you, you can have a sip on it, but I'm just saying I've had glandular fever and, look, some of the teenage boys who are here have also had sips on that, so. Oh, God. Anyway. It's the Petri dish of Oh, it's disgusting. Northern Sydney. And isn't it ironic that in a time where everyone is everyone so, is so <laughs> bloody <laughs> hygienic Make and sure you disinfect your hands. I come down with glandular fever. And everyone's... It's the look of the Irish it is. <laughs> the look of the Irish. Um... I've got a – okay, so she, you, you're basically delegating other uh, prominent media people to write about it. Yeah, instead of doing got, it myself. Have you got Wendy ranting about it yet? 
No, because she just doesn't really like animals in general unless, <laughs> unless they're natives. <laughs> she hates cats and dogs because they kill native animals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a new she favourite. She does love chooks though. Yeah, she does have chooks, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. yeah. Little velociraptors. <laughs> they're really – you can – chickens are like new like newborn babies and, and puppies. Very unpredictable. No, that you can just watch them for hours. Oh, I'd love to have, I'd love to have a chook. just watch them. But they shit everywhere. Oh, they shit everywhere and they decimate your garden. Yeah. And we've got enough brushed turkeys around here. Oh, that, yeah. Mm. Um, oh, just got a little bit cooler I and know, the rain started. The rain that was quite oh, nice. Oh, compared to last weekend, oh, Kimmy, I complain you. about the heat. Uh, I've got a new favourite this week. Oh, Tim Mitchin's new got a new album out. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Love it. So that's that's it. I'm not going into it because I know how you roll your eyes and f- would fall off your chair if I started talking about music after we've just talked about uh, cell-based meat. So, or not, and cell-cultivated new, meat. So, new the new Tim Mitchin album is just beautiful. There's songs on there that make me cry and other songs that make me laugh. It's got everything. I've um, got something too. <clears throat> yes. I'm just trying to find it, so. Do you know okay, what? Yes. So yes. On Netflix, on Netflix yes. if you have it, everybody does. Yes. There's a show called Hillbilly... Elegy. Oh, oh, careful where you tread with this. Hillbilly Elegy, which is a movie with a fantastic cast that was adapted from a book, from yes. a true story. Yes. And I do know that there are a lot of people talking about poverty. Porn. Porn. Mm. Um, I didn't find it to be that. I just thought it was a really, really well acted, right. good story. Um, if I can suggest, if people are looking for it, then I think... I think there was an article, I think it was in the New York Times by a guy that actually grew up in that region and just how he talks about it and that and that just like the landscape and just like the industry have been these sort of poster children for various things, now the people are. And it was really, I haven't, Rob read me parts of it, I haven't read all of it. So, um yeah, so that's just another interesting take on it. I think, and I think you can watch something like that and appreciate what you're saying, yeah. but then no, I think it's always like Glenn Close, right? Like, but then I think it's really interesting. Brilliant. Then, I think that it's really interesting to then watch it also with that that in mind in terms of people that have lived and living that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway um, sensitive topics are always going yes. to create. And I love that you're watching that, and I'm. Totally here for Big Mouth season four. When's it on? It's now. No, it you're launched joking. last night. It launched last night. You're kidding Rover me. and I watched two episodes last night. We watched two episodes this morning. Let me just say, okay, so for those who don't know, Big Mouth <laughs> is on Netflix and it's series four. And if you've got teenage kids, you have to watch it. It is the most. It's a cartoon. It's just. It is the most. It's just inappropriate, the funniest, and they've got a new character this this season called something the anxiety mosquito. The anxiety mosquito, and oh sweet yeah. Jesus! Oh, we have to wrap this up because I need to go and watch it. <laughs> um, so uh, Jessie uh, gets that they're on school camp. Jessie gets her period, <laughs> and um, Kristen Wiig is the voice of her peri- of her of her vagina. It's just I can't. <laughs> it is the best thing. The tampons. It, it just, yeah, yeah, just go watch it. Big Mouth on Netflix. Mouth. Start at the first you've one. You've got to start at the you've got to start at the beginning. And fuck. like all my kids have already watched it. The um, hormone monster. The hormone Horace the hormone monster. Um, well, that was fun. Oh, God. <laughs> we actually uh, it, yeah, we ran out of power. <laughs>
There's no, there's no good way, easy way. I and then we had to send menfolk up to the coals to get some batteries and we're back. And we're, we're back to talk. Oh, hang on. There's just one more thing I wanted to add that how was my week. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that really made my week was the uh, – there were two things and it was – both were on our Facebook page. Oh, my God. I know what you're going to say. And one was the ongoing poll and discussion around uh, hemorrhoids. <laughs> so good. And the other one was – your shout out for, you know, we, we'll do a year in review and, you know, what were your favourite highlights and can I – fuck, we're funny. I, I didn't remember half of them. No. Make haste, young man. I was like, we don't, that was the time that you shat your pants in the kitchen, remember? Yeah. Like, whore pillow. The whore what was pillow. that about? I forgot about the whore pillow. Wait, remember getting about? a satin pillow, a satin pillow slip and, and talking about how it's good for your hair and your face and stuff and, and I, I was said, like, well, you can just get your whore pillow and, you know, <laughs> oh, my God. The cutlets always come up. The cutlets. They were um, fun. I'm having ill feelings about your son's dentist, but he's going to have his hands in, in your, your mouth. He's going to be in your mouth. He's going to oh. be in your child's mouth. Well, every time we might come back and have a look at a couple of those. So those two things just, oh, my God, they pepped me up You need to be week. in the Facebook group. Honestly, it's where it's at. It's where it's at. And then if you're, if you're just a cunt, then we kick you out. So it actually is a good group. Yeah, it is a good group. We yeah. don't allow. We just don't take – we just don't suffer fools or idiots or – yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, do you want me to take it this way? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> One more thing. Yes. The hot flush glitter joystick. I love the hot flush. Can you tell the story? So, Works and I have a very long history of. Basically, Good playing cop, bad cop. Of, of playing tip with each other. So one week I'll be down, she'll be up. The next week she'll be down, I'll be up, and then one of us will get sick, and then the other, and then the other one's fine, and so on and so forth. And so we decided that we were going to throw the depression sads stick. No, it was called a baton. The the baton, because <laughs> we just pass each other the baton, the baton like the relay of, over and I the go relay right. of sads. Yeah, that's and it. so um, so we literally Rob was driving me home and I almost drove us off the road because I said to her I on the way home flung the metaphorical uh, mythical baton <laughs> across Rob who was driving and out the window into, into Narrabeen Lakes. And so one of our awesome listeners was like, "That's right, I have thrown out the baton as well, and instead I have the hot flush glitter stick of joy." And it's just like, "That's it, the hot flush glitter stick of joy." Or the glitter joystick. I don't care. Both of them work. And I just think that everyone needs to go and find that. Yep. And put it in their handbag. Yep. And so when you are feeling like you might have been past the baton of sads. Yes. You can shake your glow stick. Shake. We are getting more and more insane. More and more. More and more. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be in charge this week. Sure. Um, Justine says, not my grapes. Which I think is referral to the hemorrhoids discussion. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, so she's not going to tell us about her grapes. Mm. Oh, that's disappointing. Kirsten, my husband just ordered a massive skip for next week. Right now, I think he's the sexiest man alive. <laughs> I love having a skip. I love having a skip. When we moved into our old house at Linfield, yeah. we had to pull the kitchen out and do a f- – like we just had like three skips in a row. No, no, I can't pause it. Just pause no, it I, I'm not. 
Um, I know, it's insufferable. I know. I can't work in these conditions. <laughs> um, yeah, and we used to fill that skip and it was so, so satisfying. So I get it. Yeah. Oh, oh! So I see. That's where the that's where Danny G was saying that we need the song. Danny, we did have a song, and we did that for a few episodes. We had it at the beginning, and I'd splice it in, and it just took time and energy, yeah. and it was just hard. Um, yeah, I thought I was doing the questions this week. Oh yeah, sorry. I know. God, I just okay. Donna, bullying, cyber, in real life. Those who do it and facilitate their children to do it. We are experiencing very skilled, subtle bullying. That makes me rage. Towards a friend's daughter, the mental health effects are scary. Getting off social media isn't the answer. What is your experience and advice, please? Well, I have a bully. Oh, no, I have a troll. His name's Frank Pritchard. <laughs> He's become a little friend to me. But I just... The teenagers now, I I think you can only lead by example. If, if I ever found out, and I'm sure it might have happened in the past... But that is, to me, a, ga- a deal breaker. If I, my kids were bullying somebody, yeah, that would literally break my heart. Because, But there's a lot of bullying that goes on with adults. I think one of the things I find so... Um, the thing I find so insidious with it is what, that, what this listener, Donna. Donna, is saying is that it's very... It can be really subtle and really um, sharp. Yeah, and and just trying to come back from that, like trying, is so hard. And and it it can be done in a way that then you start second guessing yourself. Yep. And that whole like, oh, maybe it's just maybe it was me. And maybe well, you it know, was in the last twelve years, you and I have had quite a public profile in terms yeah. of writing. And we've both experienced certain things over the years. Yeah. And, and you do get tough. You do get tougher. But it does make you question yourself. Like, yeah. remember the green boots? Yeah. And just – and it's that stuff that uh, – you just – I always think and, getting – And I sort of looked up – like, when I was telling you about the, the assault that happened to one of Jasper's friends and, and I was trying to find some resources and stuff and – you know, so much of it was just, just pointless. Yeah, I know. Like just, just walk away, or just find other friends, or just you know. And it's like that's not what. And and also, it's the stuff about why is the victim the one trying to ha- that has to find the solution? I know. My friend, um, Merrily. Yes. Uh, and I was speaking about this the other day. Um, and she was bullied because she is Italian. And that was back in the time that everyone was blonde and white and eating their Vegemite sandwiches. And she yes, was, and she'd have salami and something else. She was else this and huge, big like Italian, very tall. Um, and she got bullied a lot in high school. And mm. one day a girl lit a match and put it out on her arm. And <sighs> nearly turned around and flogged her. Broke her arm. She punched that girl's arm so badly. And, of course, the girl couldn't tell anyone what had happened because she'd, she'd uh, you know, assaulted, assaulted someone first. So there is a bit like it's, – and it's about resilience. It's not an easy one to, fi- to fix into a few minutes of conversation. But just keep everything you can. Keep an eye on it. Keep them talking. Your life's always going to have difficult people in it. Oh. Oh, there it goes. Mr. Wu. 
Mr. Woog is hanging out with with um, the Wookie today. Oscar, they've been down. They've gone for a drive. They went for a drive. They've washed the motorbike. Washed the motorbike. Now they're having a beer together. Now they're having a beer. I think they're going to watch the cricket. Oh, they're so cute. He's a good boy, that man of mine. He really is, yes. Okay, so sorry I didn't address that very well, Donna. There's a lot of information. And also Kids Helpline is fantastic. Yeah, Christine... um, yeah, Christine makes a, a good comment and I really do think that there's a lot to be said about um, getting some, actually having, like getting them a counsellor. Oh, yeah. You and need t- tools in your box, mate. Tools in your box. Because they're lifetime tools. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, oh, sorry, you're, you're doing it. Uh, tools to cope with work Christmas parties when you have discovered during COVID you have social anxiety and hate small talk. Okay, Don't I thought go. about this a lot. Today, yes. Okay. Well, these don't go. Mm. But how's that going to help? How's that helping your social anxiety? Yeah, allowing it to win. Okay. Now, my other one is that you go an hour late. Right. So everyone's already there. Everyone's already had a couple of drinks. Everyone's yep. always a bit relaxed, and yep. then you neck just a small vodka <laughs> as you enter. Yeah. No, just before you enter. Yeah. And take some deep breaths. Yeah. Because they're not all waiting for you to get there. No. To have conversations with you. No. You've also got to be there because it's an obligation. Yeah. So you can either not go and let your social anxiety win or arrive late, have a little bit of conf- confidence cordial. <laughs> and if you don't like it, leave. Yeah. Um, and also, it is actually worth staring down the social anxiety. Mm. And, and instead of actually going, oh, I just don't want a small talk, you know, actually break it down and go, okay, so what actually is, what's the thing? Is it the, is it the first when you arrive and there's not that many of you? Yeah, and never then, arrive. Right, early. and then you've just got to make that little, right, yeah. so don't, exactly, arrive an hour late, half an hour late. It doesn't like, no, or then is it like, an and then is it just like, oh, and then I have to, what, just chunk it down, take the monster out of it. I remember once I went to um, Alan and Unwin Christmas party and it was the year that my book was bought out and it was a Christmas party and I thought, I don't know a single soul apart from my publisher and my editor. I don't know. And there were some big names at this party, right? You yeah. Know, some big fucking writers. Yeah. I arrived an hour late. I didn't know a soul. Did you have a confidence cordial? I had a confidence cordial. And I walked up to a group of people and said, hi, I'm Kate. I have my first book out this year and I don't know anyone at this party. So do you mind if I just hang with you for a bit and I end up talking to uh the Australia's most prolific fishing author well there you go and you know just lovely human no doubt lovely bit boring but just taking <laughs> taking those deep breaths and confronting it yeah it's not as bad as what you're making out of oh your no head. and you've got to play it through to the very end so what is the thing that you're that you're most dreading and then play it out so what's the most awful thing oh having to make small talk and what and, and what about that? What small talk? And then, well, if I've got to sort of try and make – right, so have five things. Yeah. Or have three things that you're going to, that yeah. you're going to talk about. Did you hear about blah that happened today in the news? Did you know blah, have a little fact about something that has just happened in the world? Or, and so you take it out. Or take the piss out of yourself, which is what I like to do. Yes, but not everyone is as, is as talented as you and I at the self-deprecation. No, but it is something. I have had to walk into a room where I've known no one and yeah. it is tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But you can, the, part of the whole anxiety thing is just that it's just 
un, it's just this unknown. Yeah. And you just have to, you've got to just take the unknown out. Yeah. I remember I had a friend who reached a point where she was so scared about one of losing one of her kids in a public place or that one of her kids getting snatched that she was literally just not taking them anywhere. Yeah. And so we chunked it down and we did – and so we had these things. She'd take a photo of her in what she was wearing because one of the things was um, what if I can't remember what clothes she had on, you know. And she was like, I don't know how tall she is. I don't know how much she – and it was like so – like she just had Fuck this thing brains, on her phone. honestly. Oh, I know. We just – We're really, really – and, it, and it's – it's renumera- it's remunerating. What's that? Numera- m- moon- thinking about things too much. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Patty, not really sharing, but in need of help. Work is crazy at the moment. I've had to give up my Fridays. We've just lost our dog of 14 years. Have two gatherings coming up with a toxic relative and a son and daughter-in-law moving to the States Aww. in January. And I'm not coping. I'm crying all the time. And how do I get through this? Oh... I, th- I really like what Sharon says. Mentally cut your day into chunks. Concentrate on one bit at a time and try not to look too far ahead. That's such a great... I talk about chunking down time you know all this, the time. this Sharon chick. You know who you are. You're very wise. Yes. She always has very good advice. And then she says, set yourself little rewards, even if it's a bath or an episode of your current favourite podcast, and have that big cry. Sharon, you say it better than what words yeah. and I could okay. ever. We're yeah. just going to leave that one. That's with really you. good. And everyone is also talking everyone, about you, yeah. your love. Um, I'm just skipping through because we've got to finish up soon. I love this one, Leanne. I'm starting to get excited about life this month. My stepson moves in on the fifteenth. My in-laws will be here for Christmas. Fingers crossed. And so even though there's a lot to do to get ready for Christmas, I'm looking forward to next year and moving forward. Leanne, uh, whatever you're on, I need to be on that. <laughs> what is your magic pill? <laughs> it's so nice to read a really someone who's obviously coming through the other side. And we're all going to start coming through. I swear to God, if someone walks through that back door, I will take to them with a knife. <laughs> oh, wow. That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just walking through the back door with a knife. <laughs> oh, not with a knife. They're not, they don't have a knife. No, he's about to have a knife. Wordsy and I would be screaming if that was the case. Um, Who is it? Big Finn. Hey. Straight through. We're recording and we've had everyone interrupt us. Okay. <laughs> Aww. Oh, he's beautiful. He's beautiful. You just kicked him out. Be quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my daughter, Leanne, my daughter moves into her own apartment on Tuesday. I'm so incredibly proud of her, but I'm going to miss her like crazy. It's been me and my twin daughters for 23 years, <gasps> and I can't imagine the house without her. Oh. It's like when they started school, stay delightfully happy until they get in and then sob my eyes out. Oh, wow. Do you know what I'm going to do when my boys eventually move out in 85 years' time? Yeah. I'm downsizing to like a two-bedroom unit. <laughs> and there's no way that anyone can stay. Because That's you know, terrible. like, this is basically a DOS house. Yes. No one's coming to stay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, even you I said to you. room for the grandkids to come and stay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, three bedrooms. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't said to one of the Harrys, because they're all named Harry, I said, were you here this morning? Like, I just, yes. I can't keep track. No, no. Well, all of Jasper's crew actually stayed. They had a uh, did a sleepover at one of the other boys' houses last night. Good. And I was just like, oh, wow, that was okay. I mean, you, I just love it, but then it's actually really nice when the house is oh, I know. quiet and you I don't, don't need to why they always don't need to here. rebuild it. 
I know. But why are they always here? Yeah, you need to you need to do what I did and which I did off your inspiration and form the WhatsApp group of all the mums. Yeah. And then so then all the mums go, Thank you so much. Right, it's my turn next. Yeah, but they they just don't. No. I, I think it's because I live on a train line. Ah, train line. Mm. Anyway, mm. cracking on. Um, oh, bloody Debbie. Debbie Jenkins. Listen Debbie, Debbie this. Jenkins. We love you. I'm spending. Oh. <gasps> so she's spending the night in the city tonight. Debbie, Debbie Dinner Jenkins. with friends. Getting ready in my own hotel suite. Yes, sweet. Then sleeping on my own in my own room surrounded by myself. Now, this girl knows how to do life well. She's that a friend is, of mine. Um, she's a beautiful she, human. She's a beautiful so human. What, like, and then what was she doing? She's going out to dinner with some friends, but she decided to stay in town in a ah. suite. She's the first person who showed me kindness when I moved to Linfield. Yeah. 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 She's, uh, she'll always be in my life. I love her. Yeah, she's good people. Um, um, how great is that? So, Rob and I – oh, I just, we talked about that earlier in the week when we went to Canberra and just stayed in our little – Okay, Kylie, whatever happened to manners? People <laughs> just respecting other people, no matter our differences. Like our grandmothers taught us, when did it become okay to – to abuse total strangers, self-righteous toxicity. Oh, that sounds like me bitching about the PLC. Sounds like me <laughs> bad-mouthing the PLC gift guide. I think because we've got too much on, we've lost patience. Yeah. We don't wait for things anymore. Everything's too much at our fingertips. So when, when you are sort of forced to delay or someone's walking in a way that annoys you, we don't have the skills that we, that we used to have where you used to have to sit and yeah. wait for the bus without looking at your phone and just ponder. Mm. Okay, Charlotte. I would uh. love to hear about what great shortcuts people have used to keep on top of everything. Oh, God. Can you just take over? Because <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Charlotte says, I'd love to hear about what great shortcuts people have used to keep on top of everything. I'm so not on top of anything. Juggling work, home, kids, meals, cleaning, budgeting and socialising is overwhelming sometimes. I love to bake and eat the results, so I try to spend half a day in the kitchen preparing for the week ahead, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood. What do you all do to make your week easier? I just cut myself some fucking slack. Yep. I push all the dirty clothes in the corner and throw a towel over it. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, I do my shopping online. A um, yeah, doing things like doing shopping online. Don't or be a fucking martyr. That's the other thing. Lower your expectations yeah. in all areas of life. Yeah. I, I, I actually, don't own an iron. I was um, – oh, did you get it? No. Yeah. Um, I was watching Baby Max today sort of talking about how she couldn't relax until the house was clean and – I can totally appreciate that because I used to be that person. And then I actually had to go, at what cost? Mm. Like, at what cost am I being like this? Mm. It will get and done. It will get done. Mm. And sometimes, and particularly, I'm really feeling for her at the moment because, I mean, they're she's just, so she's busy. like Uber Kate, like just yeah. working 500 hours a day. And, and um, so you have to actually decide what hill you're going to die on. Yeah. And I've now worked it out that the only critical things during the week is that on Tuesday night or Wednesday, the white shirts for the boys for Thursday, Friday get washed for school shirts. So in terms of my washing, you know, thing that I used to always just be like, oh, my God, I go to the washing. And I think as soon as you can accept the fact that that job never gets finished, the better. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the other thing. 
It's just it's like... It's never going to finish. It's never going to finish. So why are you flogging yourself to get it all done today? Yeah. Like, what happens if it happens tomorrow? Yeah. Or on the weekend? Yeah. And Delegate. I, and Delegate. I am now... And look, I think it does get easier as your kids get older because oh, yeah. now I'm quite like, no, we're just having toasted sandwiches for dinner. Yeah. Well, that's like today I went out and... Jack was in the kitchen. I said, can you unpack the dishwasher and unpack all the dishwasher and unpack all those groceries? Yeah. So when you've got little kids, you can't do that. Yeah. Much. So it really is um, – Amber talks about delegating. And look, you know, that's true. Um, and I think the and I think with everything, you actually – also the really good thing to do at this time of year is actually just have everything bef- in front of you. Like a visual. Yeah. So, just a hand-drawn, you know, these are the next weeks. This yeah. is when everyone finishes. This is when my well, work Christmas party is. This is when we're seeing this. Because the minute you take it out of your head, yeah. your, your life improves by 50%. Yeah. And so, get it out of your head, onto paper, see it, and then everyone can see it. Yep. And then you can, and then you can start to make the call. Oh, you know, we're being invited to that or we have to go to that or that's happening there. And you can actually start to go, I can't do that. And you don't even need to explain anything. No. We can't make it full stop. Yeah. And don't go into some – don't tell lies about that shit either. No. Just say you can't do it. And if your friends know you and love you, they'll accept that. Yeah. You know, I think that that's um, that's a good thing. What are you looking forward to this week? (sighs) Um, It's my birthday on Tuesday. You're kidding me. (laughs) How old? 48. (laughs) 48. Yeah. So it's my birthday. And uh, all of the boys, Felix has got the night off and we're going to Mexicanos in Narrabeen for dinner, like the six of us, um, which I'm really looking forward to. And, um, yeah, that's this week's highlight. My highlight was the fact that this weekend wasn't like last weekend because that sucked. Yeah. (laughs) What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to – I've got an appointment with my shrink. I've got an appointment with my kinesiologist. <laughs> I'm going to go and do the Christmas shopping one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to do it in a day and I've already planned that out. So, I've got it all done. I know yep. where to go. I've pre-looked up everything. So, and I'm just going to go at that like a bullet a gate. Yeah. I'm looking forward to school finishing. I know. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the holidays, everyone's like, oh, go fucking go back. But Harry's only got one year left. I know. And then he's out on his own. And don't you think it's so different now that they're older and they're on school holidays? And, yeah, there's parts of you that just go, for fuck's sake, just, you know. No, well, but Harry has got a job labouring. I actually – oh, does he? Yeah, so he's labouring. He's also working 20 hours over 48 hours at the fruit shop because they always have a little – Wait five seconds. They always have a little um, bit of a rush on there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Just looking forward to new beginnings, Kim. Yeah. We're going to leave it there because we've been inundated again. I know. They, they've only been, we can only keep them at baying at the door for so long. <laughs> okay. Well, you have a good week. And as we like to say. Just keep plucking.